the UK, broadcasting around the world. Around the world. You're listening to the Mike Drop Club, hosted by Douglas Hamandiche. Message received. Message received. You do not need to know what you need. What you need. Just engage with the podcast feed. Just engage with the podcast feed. Providing weekly insights into cool stuff we've read, saw, did, or heard about what made us say, wow, eureka, damn, nothing is off limits. If it motivates and inspires you to reach your goals, then it shall be discussed. Featuring guest interviews from high performers and people of influence and weekly awards for the best mic drop moment. This podcast is guaranteed to leave you pumped up for the week ahead. Don't just live life, make life boom. That's right, people. Welcome to another episode of the Mic Drop Club with your host, Douglas Hammond Dishe. Today is another beautiful day. The sun's been shining. Hope you guys are still striving to, to achieve your goals. As promised, this is now the continuation of a series of podcasts that we're doing with the great and the almighty Lee Joyce. The, the one and only, I say again, Lee Joyce. How you doing, Lee? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? <laughs> fantastic, fantastic. I thought I'll, I thought I'll come in there kind of strong <laughs> with the intro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, 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 you are great. You are great. And it's very important that we recognize greatness in each other. Sometimes we look and read books on people that have achieved greatness in a way that the it, public in the public eye but we all have greatness within us so lee today i just want to acknowledge your greatness your fact that you're still resilient before i got jumped on this um podcast i was looking at your instagram you look tired look worn out you know what i mean yeah. but there was fire in your belly yeah <laughs> i am i am tired you know i mean it's it's a this um, isolation, it's wearing, you know, I mean, especially for someone like me, I'm a very active mind, yeah. you know, yeah. so, uh, to, to put me somewhere and sit me still, it, it, it takes its toll, but we're, we're still smiling, like I said, you know, the head's still high. Fantastic. We have times, but we have a good times, you know, we're still, we're still doing well. Brilliant. And you, you broke down some, some knowledge as you always do on the last one. And I told you this time, try and go easy on the mic drops, yeah? <laughs> because we've got to save them, right? I'm using sparingly and I sprinkle them around, yeah? Um, but yeah, just a quick recap for all the um, the viewers out there to tuned in or missed the last um, session that we did, whereby you are breaking down the journey that you've been on when you outgrow your teacher, um, yeah. teachings and how does that feel from inside internally the in internal pressures to know that you've outgrown a certain um, teaching practice and the external factors how does that impact on you externally your friends your peers your relationships moving all of that kind of stuff you broke down the last time as well um, and then also we did touch upon it as a, a slightly uh, slightly on what motivates you, what motivates yeah. you. So I just wanted to continue on that journey with you in terms of now, um, let's start with your cravings, start with your cravings. You know, one of the things I've, I've observed, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, in terms of competition athletes, is they have a way of managing cravings. Yeah. yeah? My advice is um, Percy Pigs. You know, for everyone who's not in the UK, Percy Pigs are like some... Gelatine flavored piglets type things that you get from Marks and Spencers. Um, yeah, yeah, because yeah. yeah. I, I I fly a lot. I used to fly a lot to Belfast and um Dublin, so that was one of my treats at the airport. And I, and that kind of like mushroomed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I didn't even chew them. <laughs> yeah. So so. Go ahead. So how do you how do you manage cravings and what sort of cravings do you have? Um cravings. Okay, so my um yeah, my bad craving would probably be cookies. I'm a sucker for a cookie. Like oh, I really, good. really like cookies. Um I don't really eat sweets. Chocolate I crave for. Um 
And what else do I crave? I find with my cravings. So if I'm, so when I went went up a weight class quite recently, I, you know, there's a few ways that you can do it. Um, You can do the proper way, how you're meant to as an athlete, and eat all the right stuff, um, train hard. To do it that way and to go up a weight class, it's very um, time consuming. You know, you have to really um, study what you're eating. You have to, um, you know, manage your meals daily. You have to eat at certain times. You have to do all the, you know, all, all of that stuff to put on lean, strong muscle mass, right? Or you can do the cheat way and you can basically eat loads of junk, yep. you know, pizza, carbohydrates, sugars, all this stuff, and put it on, which is harder to train because obviously it doesn't complement your body with what you're doing. So it will make you very lethargic. Um, you can, um, yeah, just feel pretty rough, you know, um, tired, tight eyes, um, just general fatigue. But you'll put on the weight fast. So this is the option that I went for um, because I needed to do it in a short period of time. So... I was eating pizza. I was eating um, a lot of junk, you know. But when I say junk, you know, I am eating well in between as well. I haven't just got a, a, a crap diet. You know? yeah. I am eating. I'm always taking vitamins. I'm always taking minerals. I'm always taking. Um, I'm always eating fruit. You know, I'm, I'm getting the the um, the important stuff in. Yeah. You know, around around the junk as well. But obviously, when you start eating the junk, then my body's craving it because now I've, I've built a um, a system where you know my 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 body needs sugar, it needs carbohydrates. So you know, with carbohydrates as well, so like um, bread, potatoes, anything like that, anything you stick in your mouth, you have. I think it's you know I haven't studied this sort of stuff for a long time, but I'm sure it's called amylase. So it breaks the um, carbohydrates down in your mouth and it turns it into sugar. Yeah. All right. So that's your, you know, if you're eating carbs and you're eating chocolate and sweets and all this stuff as well, you're just doubling up on your sugar, right? Um so it can be very hard to lose weight. Um and your body needs that sugar, you know? So when you when you don't have it, then come the cravings. You know, my body needs sugar. I'm now tired. I need sugar to 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 um feel energized again um, and so on. But like anything, if you go through the cravings and you don't give into it, they will pass. You know, you have to, it's like this thing with um, acquired taste. Yeah? So I always had my tea with sugar, maybe two sugars, years and years ago. Mm. Um, and I just decided, you know, I wanted to cut out sugar and I started drinking tea without sugar. And it was like I wanted to spit it out, you know. Yeah. That bad? Yeah, like cowboy, first... cow, cowboy drink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But I, I continued. I persevered, yeah. um, and I only took about a week, maybe two, max. And then when I had gone back and tried the tea with sugar, it was even worse than trying it without sugar. You know, so yeah, but you know, the cravings are there. I do crave chocolate and stuff like that. Um, but I think you know, like when we spoke about alcohol drugs. Things like this as well. They, it's all they all have the same basic um, basic rule, you know. If you abstain from it long enough and you, you do that, it, your body gets used to not wanting it, you know. So um, I do crave, but now um, I sort of train train really hard. And if I'm if I'm I don't, there's, there's certain things that I won't put into my body, right? So. Um, things that I really try to stay away from are refined sugar, fizzy drinks. Yeah, um, that's my craving. Yeah, um, sweets. I never eat sweets. White bread. I never eat white bread um, unless it comes in like you know I'm, I'm at wit's end and I need to grab a sandwich from somewhere and it's all that's available something like that. But I would never go to the supermarket and buy a white bread. Um, crisps. I don't eat. Butter, you need to be very careful with, you know, all this um, utterly buttery crap and, and stuff like that. Like, seriously, stay away from it because 
it, these things are like it's like putting poison into your body. You know, you're either feeding disease or you're feeding your health. Yeah. You know, so okay. you need to you need to be mindful of these things. And those busters, um, I can't remember what they were made for, but they were made for something completely different, not edible. It was grey paste. Um, and then when it wasn't selling, they added the colour to it, mm. and sold it as spray. You know, I mean, flies won't even go. Yeah, yeah, no, that that's real. That's real. I was just going to ask you again in terms of the the balance because you did talk about supplements as well to ensure that you do get all your vitamins. So, do you have like a, a ratio to, of supplements to natural organic foods, or is it just as as it, as it comes really? Yeah, I mean, I take I take. Um, vitamins or vitamins um every single day you know like there's stuff that my body as an athlete needs um that that i have to have you know so like the metals in your body um copper zinc magnesium things like that okay you you need um like um glucosamine so that's for your your bone health um vitamin c is an extremely important vitamin i think people actually don't realize how important it is um you know, like so, your your adrenal glands are what stops you from from it's what keeps your immune system functioning. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Adrenal, if they, they, you know you start to get fatigued and they're lacking, then you'll get sick. So, vitamin C stimulates your adrenal glands. So, I take um, a minimum of two thousand milligrams vitamin C per day. Wow. Um, well, and do you, do you do you think in, in terms of um, avoiding colds and stuff like that? Do you feel that, it's, that it really helps? It yeah? really, really, like yeah. really helps. You know, oh. it's it's one of the most important. It really is. Um, and you know, I, I the one thing that I notice with myself is so if I start to really feel tired, uh, my brain. Uh, fog can can be quite quite bad because because I train, you know, you need oxygen to, to to make your brain function. Yeah. And if I'm really tired and I start feeling like that and I can't think properly and I maybe get a little bit moody and stuff, um, it's usually due to not eating enough fruit. And I, so then I I think you know how much fruit? Do I yeah, how much? Yeah. Because historically, we were taught five. Um, get your five a day, isn't it? Your five different pieces of fruit and veg yeah. per day. Um, yeah. given a lot of that fruits and veg is full of chemicals anyway, would you say that you still yeah. need five or 25 <laughs> pieces of fruit a day to yeah. get the effect? Yeah. Hence well, the supplement. I don't know. I mean, this is the thing about information, right? Because I've done a, um, one of the most recognized personal training courses um, a, a few years ago. And this, this course was, it was really tough, you know, it was like studying to be a doctor. There were words in there that I didn't know, there was stuff about, you know, I had to learn everything about the body. Mm. Um, and the, the subject came up on fruit. Mm. And they were talking about your fire of the day. And it was saying how your fire of the day is a minimum. And I was like, you know, the way that it's been pushed out to me, I don't know if I'm the only person that thinks like this, but when I hear fire of the day, I find that as that's what I've got to reach. So mm. I, I hit my fire a day and mm. then I stop. Okay. You know? Yeah. But it's not. That's your minimum. The you know? minimum. So you need, you have to have five a day. You know, it's not aim for it. Mm. That's your minimum. In European countries, it's actually 10 a day, I believe, or 11. So they're up to 10 or 11 pieces of fruit per day as a minimum. You know, so um, I find it hard to get that much in. So what I usually do um, quite regularly, I, I'll buy like um, raspberries, strawberries, blueberries, some spinach, um, banana, and I just stick it in a smoothie. Yeah. You know, that's, yeah. And then that's my my start of the day. I've got five a day, back first thing in the morning, you know, and then I'll eat as I go through the day. Yeah, so talk, talk me through your, your smoothie. <laughs> Talk me That's through, weird. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm not starting. I've been doing smoothies for a while now, and I, I think I've got the perfect smoothie. <laughs> so talk, yeah, yeah talk, talk me through your one. 
people. Yeah, well, yeah. What, what, what would you put in there? What would you put in there? What? Just that, that. That is my standard one. I do blueberries, raspberries, yeah. strawberries, spinach, a banana, and the banana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The banana is like the baseline, isn't it? You need the banana. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. You need it. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, the one I did today, I did. Um, oh, yeah. Start with the banana. I use the the coconut um, milk. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. The one K O K O. Have you tried the pressed one? Um, it's in the carton. K O K O cocoa milk or something like that. Um. I know, I know. Yeah, they, and they, they do a press one. Okay, okay, I'll so check that one out. You have, you have the bits, and it's creamy, and it's really good. Okay, I'll uh, uh, noted, noted. And then yeah. I added um, um, the missus goes to um through, through this uh, Tesco shop. We get like frozen um fruits, like frozen berries, like mixed mixed berries and all that kind of stuff. Strawberries, mango. The, she buys lots yeah. of different packets, right? So I don't measure. I just don't measure. So depending on how I feel, so I'll put the milk in. Cocoa milk, a whole banana, and then I'll chuck in um, as much fruit as I can in there, frozen. Yeah. Two ice cubes. Yeah. I told you I'm deep with it. <laughs> Two ice cubes. Yeah. 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 And then I'll add um, man- as a manuko honey. Oh, yeah. yeah, two tablespoons. I think you win this one. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, oh, and then I don't stop there, right? Then what, what I do is, depending on what's in the fridge, at the moment today, there was only um, yogurt, um, zero fat yogurt. Yeah. So I had two, two tablespoons of, of um, zero fat yogurt. Then I blend right. it all up. Then, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That is a good thing. Yeah, but the other day I did substitute the the um the yogurt for I think Devon um yeah, what was it Devon ice cream Devon double clotted yeah. ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Why not? Yeah, because what you were saying before in terms of you you, you know sometimes your brain needs some extra energy and sometimes you know the fruits are not going to be enough. You know, I need um, the banana thing doesn't give me this the spike. It gives that slow release of energy. But sometimes I do need that little kickstart. That's like mm. I do. I do need that. So um, I guess it's a balancing act. But this craving thing, yeah. not that the you knowing that the craving is going to go, and that's mm-hmm. based upon you um, putting your body through hell. Because literally, yeah. the craving means you're going through hell. If it's a craving, <laughs> you're going through hell. So what are you like when you, you know you need chocolate? Your body now, the brain has said, I want chocolate. Yeah? Yeah. As a competition yeah. athlete, what do you do? Um, so if I really, really, really want it and, and I, I can't have it, I have like a protein shake or, or, or a chocolate shake. Okay, you know, okay, so, okay. Yeah, so I'm, I'm cheating the system. <laughs> yeah, I like that. And that's the tip for everybody, that you, you have to do something. To, yeah. yeah, because you, it's going to keep happening in your head, isn't it? It's not going to go away. No. And I think, like, things like like um, to graze on, so, like, mm. nuts and maybe, like, some raisins or something, yeah. that's really good. You know, yeah. I don't – and dark chocolate's good. So what my auntie used to do is she carried around a bag of nuts with raisins and just tiny little bits of dark chocolate. Yeah, there. yeah. And that's a good way around it, you know, because you haven't got to pig out on – on you know, I mean, if I'm going to eat chocolate, I'm going to town. I'm getting packs of cookies. I'm getting chocolate. I'm yeah. getting you know the bag full of stuff that I'm getting through. Yeah. You know, so yeah. Yeah. When it's, you start, it's hard to um to control it, particularly if you've yeah. stored up. This is why I don't like people. I don't like the te- the technique whereby you store up your points, then you go yeah. all ham on one particular day because you think yeah. that you've earned the right. Because I'm, 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 I'm a man of extremes. So if I got permission to, to go ham, I got over. I got, yeah, yeah, I got way over. I eat till I'm sick. That's, <laughs> that's, that's been a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally. So um, as we are slowly starting to emerge out of the lockdown, 
How would you describe yeah. your your physical um body now? Are you still in shape? You know, today we I think yesterday with the start of the Premier League football will start back up, and you could see some of the players were not up to speed with <laughs> with the games with that. Yeah. So how are you? How are you keeping yourself? What's keeping you inspired throughout this period anyway? Um, you know, like I said, um, this spoke about before. I'm my biggest critic. Um. I'm always thinking that I'm not doing enough, mm. always, you know. Um, so I have to schedule my training. I write down what I'm doing daily and I do my best to, to um, honor that schedule. Um, my fitness now, I would probably say I'm the fittest I've ever been in my life. Wow, that's big. That's big. That's big. During yeah, right. during during the coronavirus. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> earlier today I done a podcast with um Jonas Freud, who is a world champion, jiu-jitsu champ, no, um taekwondo champion, yeah? And a black belt in karate as well. I think I've mentioned him to you before. And today we we're talking about um self self-care. And I remember, in terms of what how you say, sometimes you're very brutal on yourself, okay? But do, do you still have an element whereby you give yourself self-love, self-compassion? To, do you forgive yourself for, for anything? Not a lot. <laughs> you know, so this is where we get two polar, polarized opposites, really. So, and you're both competition athletes. One will yeah. be embracing a lot. You spoke a lot about loving yourself. Um, yeah. I mean, it's a difficult question. To be yeah. honest, it's a hard question for me to answer because do I love myself? Do I look after myself? Um, do I do self care? Yes, you must do. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, there's times where in my career and what I do, sometimes you know, like we have to be as athletes. You, you, it's a selfish career. You know, like you have to be selfish because you're putting your body on the line. You know, you mm. you need the rest. Um, we train brutally daily so you know you i get massages i have to like have massages i sit in saunas when they're open um i have i go into plunge pools i go into like sometimes i have ice baths things like that i've been meaning to go and buy ice for about two weeks now because i need to have an ice bath here but you know we do things like this to to look after myself yeah um but you know, so self-care, yeah, I do, I do. And I do take time to myself, I do relax, um, yeah, but I'm not easy on myself. Okay, that's okay. Okay, it's a good distinction there because certainly to take care of your body is there's an element there, a large element there of self-love, you know, respecting yeah. the, the body that you were given and making it probably in the best shape it's ever been. That's how we started the conversation, at least. So. Yeah, that's where the power is. And also, um, it was speaking very much like how you speak in terms of discipline, um, mm-hmm. constantly um, pursuing, trying to reach that excellence, which is, which is, I guess, where you, that zenith where you're trying to get to. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. So you keep every, every day. Every day. You yeah. Know, like there's, there's no days off ever. Yeah. You know, if you want something, you have to. You, you have to like aim towards that every day, even if it's one tiny thing that you do mm. to push you in the direction of your goal. You have to do one thing a day. <laughs> yeah, mic drop. Yeah, yeah, that's important. And that is where you guys match so, so, so seamlessly. The fact that you both recognize, you recognize that it is the daily pursuit. Yeah. You know, um, he also spoke about it. I want your opinion on this as well in terms of he's very, it was very critical of people that say they go to the gym or go to yoga once a week, whatever, for maybe an hour, two hours of the week, yeah? And he yeah. said, okay, what happens for the other 22 hours of the day, other um, five or six days of the week when you're not going to the gym? You know, you're not going to the yoga um, classes. And it's just, it's basically saying that 
It's a lifestyle thing. It is every day. Is that what you're saying? Is it's yeah. not? I'm going to do something today because when you're not doing, I guess if you, when you're not on the mat, yeah. you're still conditioning your body to be on the mat. Oops. Mentally Oops. as well. So it is. It is full on every single day. You're at it. Yeah. So how do how do you keep that um that fire burning? Every single day, when, you, when the body might say, mm, maybe tomorrow. Yeah. Um, again, just wanting to be the, 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 the best. Yeah. You know, and not, not when I say the best or the greatest, or, you know, it, it isn't, you know, how some people might perceive it. You know, it's not about beating anyone else. Mm. This is about me and me only. You know, it's about becoming the best human being I can be. You know, so I'm constantly striving to be better in in every way. You know, a better human being. You yeah. know, like things like you know that are hard. You know, we have all these temptations around us. Life's so easy to yeah. just just fall and go to these temptations. But you're stronger and you're a better person if you don't. You know, if you learn to have strength in yourself yeah. to 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 be able to deal with these struggles with a sober mind. And to overcome them, you know, whatever they are. Um, and when this can fall into the category of, you know, sort of looking up to people and, and what inspires me as well, when you ask yeah, me, yeah. I, I understand, um, you know, where he's coming from when, you know, it's frustrating that people only go to, to the gym once a week and stuff. Um, and, you know, I get it. I, I just don't think that some people um, maybe understand life or, or, or understand that, you know, it's such a thrown around word, like you get, get, you get back what you put out or, or you, get, you get back what you put in, right? But you, you really do, you know, and the more that you, that you, you, you um, show continuous effort and continuous struggle to, to get to what you get to, the more that you get back, you know. Yeah. So, what inspires me? I I don't look up to, and I've never looked up to anybody. I've never looked up to anyone and said, "No, I want to be like that person." Mm. Um, I've looked at people and I've said, "You know, what he's accomplished or what she has accomplished is amazing. I would like to do that." But I've never thought, you know, I want to be like. The, it's nothing to do with the person, you know, mm. because. With, you know, I was thinking about this earlier, actually. And when, you know, we say it to children. So, you know, you would say to a child, you know, you can be anything you want to be, you know, anything you want to be. Mm. And you say that to a child with, with truth, yeah, with no doubt that you yeah. believe what you're saying. You can be whatever you can be. But somewhere along the, the time, you've lost that belief in yourself, right? So you'll tell a child you can be anything you can be, but then when you speak yourself and then you're like, oh, I can do that, mm. you know? No, you can, like, and you need to understand that like, it is the power of the mind. You have those thoughts, you want to do it, you can bloody do it, yeah? So when, you know, I look at the, these people that, 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 that don't do things and, and whatever, it's not, you know, I wouldn't say that they offend me or, or anything, it's just, it's just quite... It can be quite saddening to think, you know, you don't understand that you can change your whole life or you can change whatever you want just by having the will, you know. And with, um, so, so what inspires me would be strength, you know, it, like strength inspires me. I, like I said, you know, we spoke about this David Goggins before. I don't really have role models or, or things like that because I'm on my own journey and I'm so focused on what I'm doing I don't really understand yeah. it yeah. but this guy when I see him and I heard him speak he inspires me mm. you know he inspires me because the guy's been I don't know how how big he was but he was one of the first I think there'd only been I, I can't there was a handful of African American men that were in the um, the Navy SEALs? Navy SEALs. Yeah. yeah. And he's another one. And they laughed at him. And mm. they said, you know, you're fat and you're black. Mm. What, what, what are you going to, you know? So he thought, you know what? 
it went away and they said within three months you have to look it was something like seven stone yeah in three months he had to lose to go back and he lost it you know wow. and he came back yeah so that inspires me because it's someone that has been you know hasn't had um any sort of right outlook on life and just had enough of the shit and thought had enough of his own shit and thought you know what it's time that i do something about this and he does it you know so strength inspires me and Unfortunately, I haven't got a lot of time for weakness because I, I understand, you know, when people have these, these struggles and I'm there for anyone, you know, if anyone said to me, any, even a stranger, if someone said to me, leave, I need your help, I would be there for them, you know, I would help them. But when you're just giving in out of fear, you know, like, you've got to understand, if you live like that, you're dead already. You know, you've got to get up and move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that, so, that is very, very powerfully. Um, and I, I totally agree with everything you're saying there. Um, when we're talking about um, inspi- inspiration, you know, in in and um, comes from the Latin word inspirato, isn't it? You know, yeah, which yeah. means in spirit. You know, yeah, so yeah. once your spirit is engaged, mm-hmm. you can achieve anything. Time doesn't exist. Hunger, exactly. it doesn't exist. Distractions mm-hmm. doesn't exist when yeah. you're inspired. So when you are talking about what inspires you, it's what is connected with your spirit. And you connect to people's spirits like um, Goggins and, and his journey because there's a, there was a spirit in there that um, compelled him to overcome some of these things. Um, when you're talking about that strength as well, my, my favorite, favorite all time, all time superhero, yeah, is the Hulk. <laughs> uh, smash. It is the Hulk. David Banner yeah. is the Hulk. Yes. You know, the reason being is he. Demonstrated a contradiction when I was very young. He demonstrated a contradiction. One, he turns into <laughs> the Hulk. Yeah. The Hulk is supremely strong, right? Yeah. The angry, yeah. the more angry he gets, the stronger he gets. But yeah. he does good with his anger. That's the thing. He's not, the, the Hulk is not a villain. He's a good guy. No, no. He's a good guy. Yeah. And but society teaches us sometimes that anger and aggression is bad and wrong. I know, I know. And Douglas, you know what? This is a big subject for me because mental health now, men male suicide is mm. massive, yeah. Like, you know, the, the numbers, the percentages over the years are are ridiculous. Yeah. It should not be this way, right? But I have a very contradictory view on it because I have had a rough start to life, you know? Like, I've had things in my childhood that that would, you know, mess, or that probably left me with a few issues, right? Yeah. But I've had to deal with them and I had to overcome them and I haven't had any help doing that, you know? Sometimes I feel lost sometimes i feel my emotions are overwhelming and i feel like i want to reach out to someone you know you know and all these things go through my head you know like the the strong man you know the the problem with being the strong man is no one thinks you need help you know and and all stuff but on the same hand i don't know whether it's right because as a man you know, like I was speaking to my mom about this the other day. She's like, yeah, but they, like, you're right, because as a man, you have children. How are your children meant to look up to you and think, you know, that's a strong male figure? If you're talking about your feelings, breaking down constantly, you know, and it's like, there's a, I, I understand we, we, we should be able to talk about our feelings. Yes. Yeah? But, you know, spare them. There, there is a time and place. You are a man, own it. You know, mm. like I believe a man should go to work provides for his family and should shut the fuck up and get yeah. on with it. Yeah, you know, strong yeah, views, man. Strong views. Strong views. Um, yeah, that, that, 
And then, do you know what? Ultimately, ultimately, um, there's no real right or wrong in this yeah. approach. It's a balancing yeah. act. You can, on the, yeah. the, I think there are extremes on either side of things. You can see, yeah. like, in the 90s, Paul Gascoigne had a famous um, scene where he burst into tears on the football pitch, right? When he was subject, when he was got the red card and knew that he was never going to play the next the next game in, the, in some sort of competition, World Cup or Euros or something like that. He burst into tears. Yeah. And that was the newspapers. You know, these was, yeah. a, was a defining moment. You know, a uh, male, popular sports figure in tears, crying. You know, yeah. um, and... Sorry, go on. I'm not afraid to show emotion. Mm. You know, when you're, you're emotional, like, like that I understand. But I mean, when you're, and you know, things can become overwhelming. Like, you know, people do need help. Yeah. You know, it, 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 I'm not saying, saying, saying that. I just meant, you know, it's pushed out there a lot now, you know, and it's, it's spoke about a hell of a lot. And I feel like it almost makes it like, um, sometimes the more you you speak about things, or the more that, that like they're there, then the, the more it happens. You know. Uh, let's let's test that out. Let's test this out. Let's see if it works on this podcast, right? Yeah. Lee, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, are you sure you're okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm, I'm alright. I'm not bad. Lee, are you really really okay? Uh, well, it's tough. There you go. You see, you see what happens. The more somebody yeah. asks you, you're, you're okay. The more that you start going down and down into your emotions. So that's that's the that, yeah. That is exactly what I'm saying. Yeah, it's exactly. So um, I think people are not trained or educated to to manage emotions. So there's something about emotional intelligence. You know, as yeah. we, as we learn to count to ten and all that kind of stuff, there's an intelligence to that that we develop over time in practice. So the emotion itself isn't whether it's good or bad. It's just the fact that you need to be understanding where it's coming from. You know, yeah. um, yeah. what is it doing to you? What exactly? Where are you in control? You know. And all these things. So emotional intelligence is not what's taught to men. We've just been told all of a sudden, society has said to us, we are, we're supposed to be the, the, um, the heads of the house and all these kind of stuff. But now all yeah. of a sudden, without training we, and conditioning, oh, now express your emotions. Go ahead. Yeah. You know what, Douglas? You're perfect. Thank <laughs> you. Explain, explain what I was trying to say. Thank you. No, no. I, I, you're gone. No, it's, it, it is true because you, you have gone from one extreme to, to another. Men be hard, don't talk about it. So now, no, open up and do it. You're right. It's just, it, it, it is a condition. And that, and that is what I was saying. It's, you know, people are, um, they don't know how to deal with it. Yeah, they don't know how. No. They, they don't know the ledge. They, no. They, there's no, no support networks. So if you, when you do do it, I know men, and I've encouraged many people in my, my role to support people for mental health to open up and express it. And some yeah. of them have, um, some of them have let out a bit. Some of them have been worried and fearful about the repercussions. You yeah. know, I give you an example: two people, male, female. If a, a guy is in a bank, say a bank, he works in a bank, it's a bank teller or something, and in that moment he snaps. Yeah, yeah. He's going to be perceived and dealt with differently. Then, if a female just suddenly had the same response, suddenly burst into tears, you can see the boss, uh, whether she's male or female, supporting the the, 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 um, the female colleague. You know, she's unemotional, but the dude who would have done the same thing, the repercussions to their career could be devastating because people yeah. also don't know what to do with that because. We have testosterone. You know, we produce exactly. testosterone. So when we decide to let go, you know, a guy throwing a plate against a wall is perceived differently to a woman throwing a plate against a wall. Yeah? Of course. Yeah, I, I was at uh, one of these, is it Italian or Spanish, um, who throw the plates on the floor. 
Uh-huh. In a yeah, restaurant. Yeah, yeah. Was it Italian or, or Spanish? I think Italian restaurant. I think, I I think it's Italian, sure. right? Sure. Yeah, right. Yeah. So I was I was in this restaurant and they were doing that. They were doing that. And they yeah. and they were so excited they actually encouraged everyone else to join in. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so as let this be balanced here. Now, would you want to stand next to someone six foot two, built like, you know, yeah. a Hulk throwing plates on the floor? Yeah, of course you wouldn't. Well, you wouldn't, because you know the, the, the shrapnel, the ricochet could damage you, isn't it? But somebody, yeah. um, stereotypically a female, five foot four, who's throwing a plate daintily, like literally plate is placing a plate black on the floor. Yeah. You would just say, yeah, I'm standing next to that one. <laughs> so there, there, there's, there's something there that you're t- you do touch upon, and it's a big subject. How do we support men in expressing how they're feeling in a way that, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very, very important because. Mm. Massively important because, you know, this is something I'm talking from my personal, from, from personally, yeah. you know, and if I've, I had a problem where I've, I've buried stuff for a long time and if I would open up about certain things, but I wouldn't get a response, mm. It would make me feel like my anxiety goes sky high. You know, I start feeling funny, and you know, and when it's men are encouraged to open up like that, I don't think it can always be healthy. You know? Like you have to, you have to, for one, you have to one hundred percent whoever you're talking to be trusting them with your emotions. Yeah. yeah? or not know them at all, mm. you know, so it doesn't matter. Um, but I think it is, you know, so the way that I get solace or, or get um, um, the way that I connect with people over over hard times like this is usually through um, training, <laughs> you know, we train and then little things come out and then we start speaking, and it's just very light conversation, but it, it's an exchange of words of, well, you know, if you need anything, you know that I'm here, please call me, those sort of things. And you, only, you only need something really small like that, because someone said something like that to me the other day that I, that I trained with. He just said to me, yeah, you're all right. And I said, yeah, yeah, no, I'm good. And he said, anything you need, you know, like he just he messaged me when he left, and he just said, anything you need, please just ask, you know. And I, would ne- I never would. It's not the type of person that I am. But just that message is enough for me to make me feel feel happy, to feel good, you know, yeah. to know that you've got some support. You yeah. know? So I don't think necessarily for buyers they need to be dug on their thoughts. You know, like what's wrong? Like you said, what's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong? Talk to me. Talk to me. I don't think that needs to be happening. Sometimes you just need to sit with someone or just put your hand over and say, you know, yeah. You know, yeah. People want to talk, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think you're, you're 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 bang on there. And um as as this content is part of a bigger piece, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, yeah. let's do an exercise. That's a, a spontaneous exercise, yeah. And um this is exercise to for for the listeners to get to understand and know Lee at, at, on an intimate level, on a level that you've never known. Before, yeah, you really get to know somebody. Yeah? And also, I think after this exercise, um, you get to know yourself a lot better and your loved ones. Because this exercise, I think, is going to be in Lee's book. Don't worry, guys. It's going to be in Lee's book, explained fully. But this is about raising awareness, right? Because we're all individual, yeah? So I'm going to ask Lee. I'm going to tell Lee the questions to ask me. You are so much more. MikeDropClub.com Make life boom. How you guys doing? Right, so Lee's going to ask me four questions and the whole premise of this is to raise awareness to who we are so you guys can understand how we think and feel and behave, right? So Lee's going to ask me four questions one at a time. Go ahead, Lee. Ask me the question. Let's go. Okay. Douglas, tell me, what are you like when everything is okay? Yeah, when everything's okay, you know, when everything's good, um, I'm bubbly, um, 
I like jokes. I like telling jokes. Uh, I, I like being a bit mischievous. I listen to a lot of music. Um, I, I, I pay more. I pay closer attention to the, to my regalia, to what I wear as well. Yeah, and I have more. I have, yeah, yeah, I have more time for people as well. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, well, yeah. When everything's all good, that's how. That's how I behave. So finally, your appearance would be good. Yeah. You're generally happy. Yeah. So what what would you be like when things start to break down? Yeah. So when you say things starting to break down, that means like when things, something's, you sense something is bad is going to happen, but nothing's bad has happened yet. Yeah. Something's bubbling, but you don't know what's happened. Yeah. I get very nervous. Um, that, that, that looks like, I'll be double checking things. I'll be speaking a lot more to confirm things. And depending on how it's really affecting me, I, I might go in avoidance mode. So you might not see me because I'll be waiting for something bad to happen. So I'll go and hide, you know, that fight or flight type of thing. I, before something's happened, I'm typically going to run and hide. <laughs> you, I'll be quiet and isolated. Yeah. I won't be, I won't confront it. I'll be kind of like, I'll get butterflies in my stomach. You know, I'll be irritable in that, in that state. I'm irritable now. When you talk to me, I'm not listening. All, all, all what's happening is I'm very conscious that something's going to happen. So therefore, anything anyone's going to say to me, does that support what I'm feeling? Or is just noise? If it doesn't support what I'm feeling, I'm not listening. Because I, I, I know something's going to happen. Yeah. yeah, but this is like self-preservation. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's how that's how I am. So when I feel like some things are break, things are breaking down, I'm very suspicious yeah. of people. I get paranoid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's how. And then yeah. and how does it actually look to see if, if you want to know how Douglas behaves when he's paranoid? He'll be answering yeah. asking questions a lot. I'm the same. I won't yeah, accept I'm... one. I won't accept anything <laughs> say to me straight straight away. I'll i like really. What does that mean? Tell me. Yeah, tell me more. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's how I am. That's how I am. Or oh, oh, then, then I go quiet and I hide. I'm in hiding. Where's Douglas? Oh, I'll be in my room somewhere, you know, assuming the ostrich position. That's how I am. This, this is very interesting. Keep going. We're, we're interested in, that, in that way. Yeah. Very, very but what, 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 what happens when you lose it? Yeah, so when I lose it, when I see red, I lose my temper. When I'm really, really angry, I go... Ultra quiet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've, I've got ultra quiet to the point that I'll be having the fights internally in my head and I'll be replaying the the grievance, the scenario in my head and I'll be, and in my imagination, I'll be having different outcomes. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll be like, I'll be like going through different scenarios. Like if I was to do this, this would be the outcome. If I was to, if I was to fight, this would be the outcome. If I was to cuss, that would be the outcome. If I was to take away the person's blah, 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 that would be the outcome. I'll be replaying various instances, but in those scenarios, I'll be playing the role of the, of the hero. Right. But, but in the reality, it could be, I could have run away from the situation or I could have been literally fighting in the situation. But what will happen yeah. is when I, when I lose it, I don't, I, I don't have the red mist. I just go so quiet. I go so into myself, yeah. into myself before anything comes out externally. You, yeah. you see what I mean? So that's how I am when, when the things are really bad. So my self-care goes completely out the window. I'm not interested, you know, um, um yeah. yeah, more irritable as well. So yeah, that so when I'm angry, that's, that's what it looks like. If you want to see, if I don't talk, I and I and you, I don't give you eye contact. Yeah, yeah, I'm pissed yeah, off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And what are you like uh, afterwards? And this is yeah. What I'm like afterwards now, depending on what I've done, you know, in my rage. So yeah. I feel ashamed without that I've yeah. lost it. I pride myself yeah. in trying to control my emotions. We talked spoke about earlier about emotional intelligence. I pride myself to know that I, I can't control it. But so when I've lo- lost it, I feel ashamed of myself. And when yeah. I feel ashamed of myself, I go back into my man cave. I go into hiding. Yeah. I go into yeah. hiding. 
I don't want to talk to anybody. Yeah. I don't want to feel, I feel bad about myself. I, I, I lose my confidence, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And it takes me a long time after I've lost it to come out. Do you think it's ever worried, worried to? What? What do you mean? The, to, to, you think you're allowed to have those emotions? So, like, when you say you, you feel ashamed because you've lost it, mm. but do you think that you ever have a right to feel like that? And that's a good question. And it depends on, like, what we call um, the locus of control. So, so locus of control is who's controlling the scenario? Is it internal or external? Some people in relationships typically say, oh, you're making me angry. You are making me angry. You are making me angry. Yeah. It's your fault I'm angry. Yeah. You have messed up my day. It's raining outside. So because it's raining outside, it's going to be a crap day. Yeah. Right. That's externalization. You're externalizing. So it just depends. It just depends. So that's me. Right. That's me done. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, with my therapist Lee Joyce. Yeah, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna flip it back to you, Lee. Yeah, right. So Lee, yeah. why are you like when everything's going good? Why are you like when everything's okay? And you're like, what does it look I'm like? On top of the world. Yeah, I'm on top of the world. No, I was, I was actually thinking about this today because I had a conversation with um, my coach Gustavo very briefly um, on Instagram yesterday and you know speaking to him i haven't spoken since april and it brought the buzz back you know i love this guy you know like as a coach as a person you know he fires me up he's like you know just you know i asked him if we were back training he's like yeah of course and just very positive and happy and said you know like step by step you know step by step mm-hmm. and it's just nice to to hear that and feel that and and I thought about it today because I was in the um, bathroom, you know, and I just I was just thinking about things and I thought how I haven't really been happy for a long time. Mm. You know, like I've had a lot of struggle. I've had a lot of things going on. So I, and I thought, you know, God, I can't wait until I feel like that again. You know, I've got my identity back. I'm training um, because when I'm like that, you know, we'll, we'll have conversations you know, I'm sure in, in a few weeks or so, and you'll see the difference, you know, you'll hear the difference. I'll be just more positive and more energy and laughing and joking, like you said, yeah. and appearance better, looking after myself, just, just you know, no mess in my place, like yeah. everything's tidy, tidy, tidy mind, you know, and that's how I've heard it too. Fantastic, fantastic, fantastic. Um, so, yeah, okay. So what do you like when things are starting to go wrong or, or you suspect something bad is about to happen. What do you, what are you like? So, what am I like? Um, insecurities start surfacing, you know? Um, usually, like, um, I went through a lot you know, the past year, it was a really, really tough year for me. Like, I think we spoke, but it's probably, probably was the toughest year of my life. But I, I had a lot of loss, a lot of sacrifice. Um, and I've ne- never had that amount of stress for such a long time. It was pretty much 18 months, I think. And I had something major or majorly happen every single month for that long. And, you know, towards the end, I was just numb, you know, like I just, I've never felt that before. I was numb, you know. Um, and when things start to break down now, um, or if things start to, you know, um, be challenging, um, yeah, I start to get tired and um, I can try and fight things because um, now I, I like to know, I don't know my end destination, but I like to know what direction my life's headed. You know, I like to have some idea of of where I'm going. And if I'm sort of stuck in limbo with things, I'm unhappy. And then my insecurities start coming up. I start feeling um, fatigued. I start sleeping a lot. Um, Yeah, just just generally feeling feeling tired and... 
that's that's insightful. So you go to bed, you, you sleep a lot, you go quiet, yeah. you go yeah, to bed. Yeah. Interesting. I heard Jim talking about being depressed before, mm. and he said break it, break it in two. It's deep rest. You need mm. deep rest. You yeah. know, if you're freaking like life's on top of you. So you know, like you said, I'll, I can fight things, and I'm trying to you know paranoid about things and, mm. and doing whatever. Same same thing, and. If I start getting like that, then I'm like, this isn't good for my mind. So I have to now step away. So then I start putting my phone down, stop not looking at it, and start going a little bit reclusive. Okay. Um, if I wake up in a bad mood, then I'll go, go to bed, I'll have a rest, you know? Yeah. Um, Okay, right. Now now we're warming up. Now we're warming up, Lee. <laughs> so, so now the traffic light is red. Yeah, you're the boy you see red. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. What does it look like? What does it look like? If someone else to write it down, what does it look like? Yeah. <laughs> uh, what does it look like? Hell. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like, you know, um, I have had a bad temper, you know. Um, do I have a bad temper now? I wouldn't say that I do. Um, um, you know, like I said, the, 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 I've, as I've grown through, through my life, I've, I've become aware of my emotions. I've become aware of um, what's right, what's wrong, you know screaming and shouting, hitting things, throwing things, it's not going to solve anything, you know, so you need to try and, you know, um, but the last year was so much for me, it blew my brain, you know, and then um, I've had a few times where I've had things which have nearly sent me over the edge, you know, Um, so it's not a good look, you know, it's not something that that I like, it's not somewhere I like to be, um, when I lose it, the one thing I've got control over that I've always had control over from probably my late teens, early twenties is I would never lay a hand on anyone. Mm. So, you know, I like the, the friend that I'm living with, we've had heated discussions, heated things. And I, I've said to him from the beginning, you know, no matter what, mm. I will never lay a hand on you. Mm. So don't worry. You know, we you can scream in my face, we can scream and shout at each other, but I'm never gonna touch you. So don't ever be afraid of me like that, you know. Um but you know, I've um hit things, I've punched the walls, I've thrown things, I've screamed, I've shouted. Um it just gets too much. But like I said, if it gets like that, nothing in this world is worth your mental health. If yeah. it's costing you mental health, it's too bloody expensive, you know? So, <laughs> so um, when it gets like that, I tend to walk away. Fine. Brilliant, brilliant, yeah. brilliant. And now thank you very much for this. You, you, you were not primed beforehand. You know, this is like... Yeah. Uh, Paul Daniels magic show, you know nothing. You didn't know I was gonna ask you these questions. So this is just to show you how difficult and show our listeners how yeah. difficult all of this stuff is. And you're brave enough to um, and man enough, yeah, <laughs> to 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 exp- expose that because it's our vulnerabilities that make us connect to individuals, yeah. So you've blown up, yeah. We've seen what that's like. What do you like afterwards? Yeah. Exhausted. 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 Is it? Yeah. What does it look like? I don't like being angry. I yeah. don't like fights. I don't want to um, be, you know, um, wound up or mm. anything. So it makes me. Um, how am I afterwards? I'm reflective. So you know what? What pushed me there? Um, why did I go there? Um, and I always, always, always apologize to anyone that has been in the path of that, that rage, <laughs> you know, because it's, you know, you, do you buy you things? Do you, do, do you buy people things? I'm sorry. I, do you buy people things? Do I buy people things? Afterwards. Uh, like, 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 afterwards, have you been in that mode where you're so apologetic that 
you, you make up by let's go out for dinner, gonna buy you this, um, buy yeah, you that. Yeah, like yeah, you you can do. Yeah, like um, but I would be careful with that because to 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 me, if an apology is genuine, that's all it's needed. Mm. You know. To, to, to buy someone or so if it's with your with your girlfriend or whatever to buy them flowers or to take them out yeah do it you know but do it more so because you want to because you love them mm. not because you're apologizing mm. you know the apology should be enough so I'm sorry I fucked up I mm. shouldn't have reacted like that you know I'm, I'm, I'm really sorry you know this is the reason that it did happen um, so I'd like you to acknowledge that you know yeah um, I am sorry I was in the wrong. Yeah. And then and then, you know, by the way, would you like to go to the <laughs> No, I no, I the reason why I said that to you is because that's the extreme end of that yeah. emotional thing. Because people yeah. who tend to um be feel very apologetic after yeah. they've lost it, they'll yeah. they're the most um what's the word? giving people afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they become very yeah. giving afterwards as a, yeah. as a way of acknowledging that they are, they were, they, they lost it yeah. there. So what we've done there, I think you guys should be able to understand us a lot better. But there's one more, there's a bonus question. <laughs> now, this, is, this is probably the most important question, Lee, right? Yeah. Because we, we love our mums, right? Oh, yeah, to the end of the end of the book. Yeah, yeah. So let, yeah. let's let's give our moms one of these. Okay, guys, everybody ready? Atomic mic drop. Uh, let's give let's give our moms one of those, right? So here he is. <laughs> you heard the four questions, right? Yeah? The four questions now. What does your mom think? Helps you to calm down when you've lost it. Jiu-jitsu. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jiu-jitsu. Yeah. Um, my dog. Um, yeah, like my mum knows me very well, you know. Um if I'm wound up badly. Honestly, it can take me a day. You know, if someone someone's wound me up really bad, it can take me a day to to yeah. pull out. That's real. That's real. That's real. And it's important. Yeah. It's important to recognise that because my mum, bless the corn socks, um, she sometimes suggests things. Or she, or she was if someone's asked my mum, what does Douglas need when he loses his temper? He's angry. Might not be what. I think I need. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you understand? I the times whereby I could hear my mom say, "Oh, and making a cup of tea." A cup of tea doesn't help me. Yeah, talking sometimes doesn't help me. Yeah, you see what I mean? And this yeah. is why it's important. Like, we just use the mom as an example, but it's important that our partners, our close friends, know how we are throughout all those states of being. So that they can give us the rightful support, because sometimes through um, no Ill, Ill, Ill intention, the closest ones to us give us advice and support that can can sometimes make it worse. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Like when I'm angry, I don't want to talk. <laughs> That's what you're making yeah. feel. You're making it worse. And they'll be like, "Come on, I pour it out. Come on." I said, "No, I don't want to talk. Not now." Then you do talk. Then you say the wrong thing. And things are escalating. And I was like, I told you, I don't want to talk. And they're like, talk some more. I said, no, can you see? I'm escalating. <laughs> it's all about self-awareness. We say, we say, and we do these things with love. Um, I hope you guys out there have enjoyed the exercise. Try it with yourselves and with people close to you. But understand it's, it's a very personal thing. You need to... Only do 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 this exercise with people that you trust. And I think me and me and Lee, we trust each other to have this conversation and share with you guys because that's what we're connected in the first place to share a difficult space and with the view that you can grow and learn from it and achieve and become better versions of yourself.
Um, Lee, anything you'd like to um, close on? I would just like to say thank you, Douglas. You know, there's, there's been a few things that I tried to explain um, that you really helped me with um, today to explain better. <laughs> uh, I started, started the podcast um, dedicating it to me and being up. So I would like to do the same. And I'd just like to say thank you. Thank you for being you. Oh, um, cool, cool, cool. I give myself one of these. <laughs> Thank you. No, no, it's fantastic. Again, brilliant. We've got a couple more in the bag ready to rock and roll. So you guys tune in to the next episode of the Mic Drop Club. Douglas Hammond, Shay, Lee Joyce, we out. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to check out micdropclub.com and get the show notes and useful links. Subscribe to the podcast. Don't just live life, make life boom. Boom.